Hello team, and welcome to the Best of Five podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Claire Kreitzer. Join Grace and I for episode five, second round rundown and regional predictions. During the episode, we discuss the results from the second round, focus on the exciting four or five matchups, and make our regional predictions. This Thursday is the best day of the year. Start with Louisville v. Creighton at noon and end with Stanford v. Arizona State at 1130. Thanks for listening, and please remember to like, subscribe, and follow the Best of Five podcast. Let's dive in. Um, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to freaking talk about. Uh, a lot happened over the weekend. I almost feel like I was like inundated with information, and I wanted more time to absorb it. But it just went by so quick. Yes. And I hate how they all happen at the same time. Seriously. I have the scores from the second round games that happened on December 1st. Let's start with all the sweeps. Yes, perfect. Okay, so... First sweep of the night was Baylor versus number two, Kentucky. Kentucky won 3-0. And then we had number two, Louisville versus Western Michigan. And Louisville took care of his 3-0. Number one, Wisconsin versus Miami. Wisconsin, 3-0. And then there's two more. Hawaii played number two, Oregon. Oregon came out victorious 3-0. And then number two, Texas played Southern Methodist and Texas won 3-0. Awesome. I had, like, no idea SMU stood for Southern Methodist. I know. It's kind <laughs> I of a mouthful. I already talked about that, but whatever. Yeah, I get nervous every time I have to say it. <laughs> it was nice to see Louisville take care of business because they did lose the opening set to Weber State <laughs> in the first round. Um, yes. So that was nice to see them sort of take care of business. Yeah, then, I agree. Especially because Western Michigan was like hyped from their like. Oh yes. Who did they play? They played number seven Auburn. So they oh, okay. Yeah. Auburn. Yeah, that's where my parents went. So go Broncos. Um, referring to Western Michigan, but they don't play anybody to the caliber of like Auburn or who no. Auburn faces. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm sure their RPI is not very high. No, super small, like D1 schools in Michigan and Ohio, you know? So it's like, right. which I'm not saying that's not like good volleyball, but like you might not see the same size or physicality that Auburn faces like right. week to week. Right. Yeah. It just their conference doesn't compare to the SEC. Uh, okay. Any other things about the sweeps? Not really, because Wisconsin and Miami. Wisconsin was dominant. Yeah. Same thing with Oregon, Hawaii. Oregon was yeah. pretty dominant, and I, same thing with Texas yeah. SMU. I think the only one would be Baylor, Kentucky. I could see Baylor taking a set. Which, right. Me too. Yeah, and. I have to shout out their director of operations. Everyone, go follow her TikToks. They're so interesting. She like does like days in the life of a uh, director of operations, and she played for Baylor in 2019. 
So that's so sweet. It's like oh, really they made cool. The final four. Yes, yeah. So it's really cool. Like she talks about the transition from being a player to like a coaching staff member. Right. And then there's a lot of stuff that goes on to make this tournament happen. So it's really Yeah. Nice. No, that's awesome. After you told me about her, I went on a deep dive on her profile yes. and watched a bunch of her videos. They're so yeah. fun. And then she brought up the point that her team, like Baylor's team now, they love mm-hmm. breakfast food. And so a lot of their pregame meals are breakfast food because that's what the girls like. So I was just curious, Claire, what would you think of a pregame breakfast meal? I would love that. (laughs) Yeah. I love to make um, a breakfast sandwich at any Mm -hmm. time of the day, honestly. Give me bacon, eggs, and cheese and a little bagel or English muffin and I'd be happy. I'd be a perfect pregame meal call it a day what about I, think you? It be, I think it has like all of the right components like you have like your carbs your yeah. protein like your fiber like it's like really hits the mark it does <laughs> yeah and you could load up on some fruit salad or some yogurt yeah yeah that'd be delish yeah so but it did not help them win december 1st no that's a shame but maybe their breakfast can help them regroup for next year <laughs> love it love it okay and then there were some crazy five setters that happened on the first mm-hmm. there and they were both between four or five matchups which is perfect yeah and what and what you want and what you expect out of a four or five matchup so the first one was number four florida took on number five georgia tech at florida and georgia tech somehow some way Came out victorious in the fifth. Yes. And took the match 3-2. And then the other 4-5 matchup was number four, Kansas, versus number five, Penn State at Kansas. So those, yeah, wow. So both of these were the number five seed upsetting the four seed at the four seed. Yeah. Yeah, on their home courts. Wow. Again, somehow, someway, Penn State won 3-2. Yeah. We'll get into that one. (laughs) <laughs> yes that was that was insane I just wasn't thinking about it it the game time just I was not thinking and Grant had me go to the Beyonce movie he didn't have me I he invited me to go to the Beyonce movie and I committed to that and then we're driving there and I literally was like oh my gosh Penn State Kansas is on in five minutes <laughs> and like, I and I literally almost was like stopped a car like I'll walk home like yeah yeah <laughs> like I didn't care and he was like no Claire like you'll be able to watch it in the theater you'll and I was like no like that is so rude like I'm not <laughs> doing that yeah and, uh and he was like you don't need sound you know you don't you get annoyed with the announcers anyway and I was like you know you're right about that and then he was like, and I guarantee nobody will else will be in the theater. Like, we'll have a private viewing. And we did. So it was perfect. I was able to watch the game on my phone and see the Beyonce live Renaissance tour, which was really entertaining and really cool. But yeah, the fifth set, I was not expecting the Maddie Bilinovic ace at the end. Yeah, that was nuts. That was nuts. Because Penn State is not a team that gets aces very often. No. Isn't that annoying? It's so annoying. Like, their serves are fine. And I think they're aggressive. Like, they, they spot serve 
fairly well. Mm-hmm. But they never get aces. So I like an ace on match point was not in my realm of possibilities. So when it happened, I was so shocked and so happy that I like jumped up and, you know, yelled in the movie theater. So that was fun. Yeah. I thought the Kansas setter played like so well. And um her last name's Cooper, the outside hitter. Yes, Reagan she Cooper. Like it was unreal. She was taking like the biggest rips I've ever seen in such a tight yes. match. I just applaud her so much. And then the setter, like she really made herself an option. She which, really did. Like that could really Definitely. mess up their block and their defense. For sure. And it did. Yeah, and she's so, left handed. Yeah, she was great. And even her energy, I could like feel her like through the screen and I was like amped Literally. up. Even though like I wanted Penn State to win because I put them far. And so I yes. need them to show up. And at times they did throughout the game, but I like I think Kansas made some errors to let Penn State slide yes you don't think they played a complete game (laughs) no which is fine because they won and that's what I needed but like cheers to Kansas exactly they really played lights out I thought um I rewatched the fifth set today and Reagan Cooper, the outside hitter, she yeah. had a career high. I think she had 29 kills. Oh, my God. Yes. She, yes. she Her career high was 25, and she ended the night with 29. Did you see her approach? Yes. Like, she took off at the 10-foot line and landed at the net. Like, turn and run and get an approach just like her, everybody. Exactly. Watch and learn. Oh. <sighs> It just it's makes art. such a difference. Like, it's a, a little extra effort, and, like, it really pays off. It really does. It's the little things. Like, if you can do the little things right, the big things will come, and you'll be able to rise to the occasion. Yes, but and that's what we're seeing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, I mean, a 29-kill night and, unfortunately, just losing by two points. Like, yeah, that's the absolute worst. Okay, first of all, the Jayhawk gym. Okay, Okay. yes. You guys, like, what are you doing there? Like, the Jayhawk (laughs) in the middle, it looks like it's not finished. Like, at least color it in. Literally, it looks like a coloring book waiting for it. Clip art. Like, Uh, yeah, but Kansas's gym, the floor flopped. But their fans were loud. I could hear them. They were. Yeah, Yeah. and they seemed informed, which I appreciated. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, and they sold out that space in one minute. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That's amazing. Yes, obsessed with that. Okay, and then I think the only other game that happened on the first was Number three, Purdue versus number six, Marquette. And Purdue won 3-1. Okay, let's move on to December 2nd. Perfect. There were some really great games. There, How many sweeps were there? There were four sweeps. So we'll start with 
number one, Nebraska, over number eight, Missouri, 3-0. That was pretty predictable volleyball. I mean, yeah. Nebraska just kind of dominated. So yeah. Yeah. Um, great season, Missouri. Way to bring the SEC into national prominence. Good work, but Nebraska just, just going to take care of business. Yep. Minnesota versus number three, Creighton. Mm, yeah. I watched this one pretty closely. Yes. This was good for my bracket. Just a little preview, right. but I was really pleased with that. W. Yeah, I thought Creighton played lights out. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a lot of energy. Their crowd was awesome. And Minnesota just did what they have done all year and couldn't play consistent and made silly mistakes. Yep. So what are you going to do? Exactly. You're going to get um, swept. Literally. I'm kind of relieved that Minnesota's season's over. Yeah. Like, it it has just been stressing me out. <laughs> me too. Like, they got to, like, get back to the drawing board. Yes. And, like, it's okay. Yes. You know, don't worry about it, but get better. Yep. See you next uh, year. Yeah, exactly. Keegan Cook, I believe in you. Yes, come on. Uh, yeah, you got it. <laughs> okay, another sweep is number six, Western Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Played Tennessee, and Tennessee won 3-0. Interesting. Yeah, Tennessee was pretty dominant. Their coach had a really cool geometric cardigan. Yeah, uh, so, I noticed that too. Yeah, it was cool. So, all power to you. Great work. See you in the Sweet 16. Okay, and then the last sweep that happened on the second was number four BYU versus number five Arizona State. Let's talk about it. Let's go. Let's get into it. Cause Did it, you watch? Bits and pieces, yes. I was sweeping yes, between. I was too. Yes. BYU. Are they okay? I don't know. What is happening? <laughs> like Because they uh, looked so manic. I ha- that's why I couldn't watch a long period of it. it me they either. They me out. Yes. And they're like wide eyes. Yes. And like trying to pretend like they, like everything's okay. But like, obviously they're like internally tweaking. <laughs> even and like even Heather. so talented. Heather Olsen looked manic too. I just don't think they knew. And I don't know what it is, whatever was happening between them. But like. They just didn't click no. at all. And I don't think they knew the answer. So they were freaking out. The setter, what's the BYU setter's name? Whitney Mer- Bauer. Whitney Bauer. It's so Utah. Yes. All right, Whit. Whitney Rose. <laughs> yes. She had a, I don't know what set it was, but there was a stretch where her hitters were just not getting it done. And she mm-hmm. attempted like four setter dumps in a row. Yes, I watched that. And, like, she got, like, three of them over, and then the last one she didn't get over. But I applaud that. I think that was very courageous. And yes, as a hitter, like, that definitely wakes you up a little, you know? For sure. Your setter, like, shouldn't have to. Like, I felt like maybe that was just the manic energy that they were giving, but, like, it seemed like she was desperate. I don't know. I just wish that, like, that fire she clearly had, like, could have helped them. But, you know, sometimes Definitely. it just doesn't. Yeah. And it seemed like they had a couple people who 
were really trying like her but they just couldn't put all the pieces together and that's that's kind of sad but also Arizona State is really rolling and have a lot of energy and they jump so high yeah they do <laughs> I think that's a like lot the of biggest them play thing s- that I saw yeah I think a lot of them play sand and that makes so much sense. And they have a t- like, and they have a really good beach team. So like, I wonder if there's some like cross over there that would definitely help with their indoor abilities. Right. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, and one other thing, <laughs> something else I liked about the game was Arizona State's the Sun Devils, and BYU is BYU. So yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. The, that the was... Devils were had to go to BYU. Exactly. <laughs> no, but Arizona State, like, that was impressive. It's hard to beat BYU at home. It really is. Yeah. So great work. That definitely messed with my bracket a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy for ASU. So I'm not that mad. Yeah. And that's the third five seed to beat a four seed. Wow. Good for them. Putting in work. Seriously. Okay, and then there were three four-set games on the second. The first one being number three, Arkansas versus TCU. I watched, I was flipping between this game and the Pitt game and the Tennessee game and the BYU game. (laughs) Yeah. So I saw pieces of it. And I I think TCU is a really great team. They just don't have a consistent serve and pass. and Arkansas does along with having some really lethal outside weapons so I I was happy to see Arkansas win I have them going pretty far so yeah that's awesome good for them yeah happy for them okay and then the other another four setter was number four Washington State versus number five Dayton Washington State came out on top love it yeah, very good for them. And then we had number eight, Southern California, versus number one, Pittsburgh, and Pitt won three one. Yeah, I watched the first set of that when USC won the first set. Yeah, and same. <clears throat> I thought they were pretty evenly matched. Like it was a, it was a good game. I agree. Yeah, I, I don't know if USC just doesn't have like the endurance to put it all together for a couple sets but yeah no I thought that first set I agree was super evenly matched and it was a pretty solid game either way so yeah uh, Pitt is on their way to the Sweet 16 and then the last game that happened on the second went to five um, and it probably shouldn't have <laughs> number eight Houston versus number one Stanford kudos to Houston Seriously, they really battled. I watched the second set of that game. Stanford got out to a really hot start. So after the second set, I was like, okay, cool. Like, it's time for me to go to bed. And then I woke up to see that it went to five and was pretty surprised. But yeah, that makes me nervous for my bracket because I have Stanford (laughs) winning the national championship. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I hope they use this as a wake-up call and use it to get some fire and take on the Sun Devils with a vengeance. Yes, I think they can. I think they can, too. Yeah, but a little nervous for my bracket. (laughs) Let's talk about, can we talk about our brackets now? Yes, please, let's do it. 
I'm kind of high because I only have right now I only have one team off of what it should oh, be. Oh wow, that's awesome. The only team that I didn't get correct was BYU, Arizona State. But everything else yes. I have correct, which I'm hyped because my first round I had a few misses. I had Florida State beating TCU and that didn't happen. Me too. And then I had Florida Gulf Coast being Florida. So I'm really glad like Georgia Tech took care of business because that helped my exactly. bracket. And then same with Arkansas taking care of business. So that was exciting. Yes. No, that's great. Yeah, I had a couple misses in the first round too with Florida State and with Auburn yep, losing same. to Western Michigan. And yes. then I, I knew this was a gamble picking Georgia over Arizona State, but I was really hoping that Georgia would pull through. And then yeah. I was wrong about Minnesota Creighton and BYU Arizona State. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think we both have a pretty good shot for a really good Elite Eight and a good Final Four. For sure. I agree. Yeah. I think that's where our knowledge and expertise yes. is really going to come into play. Should we list off our Elite Eight that we have? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You want to start with your top left matchup? Yes. Okay. I have Nebraska playing Arkansas. Ooh, it's different than mine. Oh, fun. I have Nebraska playing Kentucky. Okay, fun. And then I have Nebraska winning that game. Me too. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And then bottom left. Who do you have? I have Louisville versus Pitt. Okay, me too. Okay. And I'm excited for this game. I'm same. so excited. Same. That'll be such a good rematch. Yes. And just, I think it'll it'll be so intense because even in the regular season, their rivalry was so intense. Like, the girls were, like, really going at it. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Everybody needs to stop listening to this and go watch the DBK Blazer tour. <gasps> yes. It is so maybe we can post it on our Instagram story. Yes, like for sure. It is so fun to like listen to her talk about her blazers. Literally, and they all have like a special game or like a special yes. meeting that goes with it, and I love that. Yeah. Little PSA, like, if you're going to go with a blazer, especially a statement blazer, like, make sure your undershirt, like, goes. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. So I'm going to say about that. And, but. and keep it simple. Yep. Like, no bells and whistles or strings or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, just plain. <laughs> okay. Okay. Top, top right. My Elite Eight is Wisconsin, Oregon. Me too, me too, me too. Okay, awesome, awesome. And then I, I have Oregon beating Wisconsin. Me too, Claire! No, oh my yes, God. yes. Okay, no. cool. Yeah. yeah, I... Sorry about it. Yeah, sorry, Dodgers, but I just think the Ducks are going to take it, and I have a good feeling about them. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's happened. Like, I'm pretty sure Oregon has beat, like, a higher-ranked Wisconsin team before. Yes. Yeah. And I think last year they beat Nebraska Yes, or yes. Yes, yes. In the past year or two, that, that was a big upset. I would love okay, to what... see Oregon Ooh. in the Final Four. I think that'd be so dope. Me too, me too. Um, and I think it's a big possibility. So fingers crossed. Yes. Okay, what's your bottom right? 
Okay, I have Texas Stanford. Oh, slay. I have Tennessee Stanford. No way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's high. <laughs> it is. I I really hope I'm right because I think that anyone with a similar physicality to Texas can beat Texas because from the outside looking in, it just looks like they have some personality issues or something. Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty typical and Texas. Like it really is. Yeah. It just looks like they have a lot of attitude. Yeah, for sure. But I do have Stanford making the final four. Me as well. Yes. Claire, you have like a risky little final four. Oh, I do. I have Oregon, Stanford, Nebraska, Louisville. Yeah. What's yours? I have Nebraska, Louisville, Texas, Oregon. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah. So ours are only off by one, but yeah. I do think there's a big chance that Pitt could win over Louisville yep. or uh, Texas could beat Stanford or Wisconsin could beat Oregon. Yeah, you know, know, like there are yeah. so many possibilities, and that's why it's so exciting. And I think it's going to really depend on like who wants it more that night. You know what I mean? For sure. And like, I kind of hate when people say that because, like, obviously everybody wants it. But, like, yes. I think it goes back to, like, do you want it enough to, like, do those little things to, like, right. be better? You know? Like, right. serving tough. Like, getting your approach, big approach. Like, yes. communicating through, like, tough defensive play. Like, all things like that. Like, I don't know. I think it will exactly. make or break. For sure. And I think that in order to win, especially a championship of this caliber, you have to be pretty selfless. You have to put away your personal issues or, you know, your surroundings and have a sort of hyper focus that really is all about the team and all about your end goals. So I think it's just yes. whoever can come together and play their best volleyball. As a coach, because you're now like moving more into that role, like, yes in practice like do you think your style is more like starters versus non-starters or do you think mixing up the teams is benefit like what's the balance there right I like mixing up the teams but I do think that it depends on what type of team you have like I think this year opposed to last year when I was coaching like last year we did a lot more starters versus non-starters because we had a lot more balance and a lot more depth on our team there wasn't a huge gap between their skill level you know what I mean yeah 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 but like this year there was we had more experienced players and more younger players so like there was more of a gap between their skill levels and just like the pace of play that they play at Yes. So we did a lot more like even teams and I thought that made it more competitive um, and just better for everybody. But then also we needed to do, we needed to dedicate some time to like go over rotations and make sure that yes. we're practicing serve receive next to the people that we serve receive to in games. So it was just finding the balance between having like good competition when we're doing six on six drills, but then also getting the starters, the reps they need in order to be successful in a game. For sure. I like the idea of being really intentional about certain drills, like thinking about 
like when we were in college together, like a mm-hmm. pass and serve part of the practice, like grouping the passers into groups where they like that's when you're next to people you would pass with. Yes. And then going into like a six on six where it's more mixed up, you know, like just going back and forth. Cause I think, yes, I think you almost create like a really negative culture if you only do starters versus non-starters like for sure because like you and I we played on a team where I felt like the primary takeaway of practice exactly. was like was starters versus non-starters exactly like that was the focus yes but when they did a good job of mixing up 75% of practice and then the last 25% was more honed in on our rotation so like I don't know I think like the message you send to your team is important and like for sure the debrief and that kind of thing there definitely is and I'm like definitely a proponent of like every single person in the gym plays an important role on the Mm -hmm. team you know because you don't have the starters without the non-starters pushing them to make them better you know and you don't have the non-starters without the starters serving as an example and leading the way sort of thing right 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 Um, right and I think even if you're not a starter, you can play a really important role by being a great teammate, being a great practice player. There's so much more to volleyball and so much more to being on a team than just playing. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's just that was a little bit of a rant. But, yeah. No, I think like that's so true. And like, I don't know, I think it all comes back to like culture. And yeah, yeah and it doesn't take long for that to become the culture that's become the standard. Right. You know, it really only takes one, two, three girls to, like, keep it going. So, yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, let's just go over the games that are happening on Thursday. They're regional semifinals. There's going to be games all day starting at noon in Pittsburgh. We have number two Louisville playing number three Creighton. That'll be a great game. And then we have at two at Nebraska, number one Nebraska is playing number five Georgia Tech. I'm excited for that one. Oh, yeah, that'll be lit. Yeah. And then at 2.30, the second game in Pittsburgh is number four Washington State versus number one Pitt. Ooh. Yeah, that'll be good. And then at 4.30... Second game in Nebraska is number three, Arkansas versus number two, Kentucky. This will be great. And SEC rivalry. Yes, that'll be fun. For sure. At seven in Madison, Wisconsin, number one, Wisconsin's playing number five, Penn State. Big 10 rivalry. Here we go. (laughs) And then at nine in Stanford, we have number two, Texas playing number three, Tennessee. Okay, yeah, that'll be a big one for your bracket, for sure. Exactly. I need the Vols to win. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) At 9.30, second game in Wisconsin is number three, Purdue, versus number two, Oregon. I'm very hyped for this game. Me too. I need that one to, you know. Yes, same. And, like, just both of their fast offenses, like, I'm. it's just going to be, it's going to be really cool. And then the late game at 11.30 at Stanford is number five, Arizona State, versus number one, Stanford. Yay! Woo! Okay. We're all set up for the week. 
Yeah. Very exciting. I can't wait, honestly. All right. Give me your bump and spike. Okay. So this guy at the gym today, I was doing hang cleans. And after I did them, I went to go get like a resistance band. And he was like, he's probably around our age. And he was like, hey. And I was like, hi. (laughs) And And he said, why do you do, why do you clean? And I was like, oh my God, why do I hang clean? And he was like, yeah, why do you hang clean? And I was like, because I played volleyball and that's what we did all the time. And I just like them. They're fun. They're dope. <laughs> They're dope. Like get that hip hinge, you know, like, yeah, get my energy. Yeah, oh, exactly. Try to increase my vertical out here. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, like hop off my jump hang cleans because yeah. He didn't like compliment them at all. No. I'm like I'm like, do you see my elbows right now? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) And then (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Plant those feet. Jump. Yeah. (laughs) Elbows. High, high, high. literally oh good times good times (laughs) and then my spike my good thing doing the podcast what's up for your bump and spike i'm gonna say my bump is i think i already said this but whatever i'm still bumping away the time to like the sun goes away at like four o'clock it's such bullshit it's horrible and then I'm going to say my spike. I've been really into the tournament this year. And, like, it's brought me right. some, like, nice joy. Exactly. And the transition from, like, a student athlete to, like, a pedestrian, like, has been a little <laughs> right. bit tricky. <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's hard. Not, yeah, it's not Become, fun. like, a player and then, a like, a viewer or a fan. Right. And so this year, I feel like I have a better, like, grasp on reality and, like, perspective. So that's been nice. I'm kind of, like, learning and I've, like, exploring, I guess, my relationship with volleyball from, like, a different point of view. Which I think, which I'm happy about because I didn't want it to go away, but it was, like, hard for me to watch. No, I 100% get that. Yeah, because it's like I just want to be doing that. Like I don't yeah. want to watch this. Yeah, yeah. And like but, I like struggle with like identity without it being an athlete, a current right. athlete, and all of that. But like life does go on, and it is okay. Yes, and it's okay if it's hard too. Yeah, because uh, it sure. is. But yeah, keep on keeping on, and we're gonna keep on covering the tournament. So. Yes. Yeah, and then we'll see we'll see you all in Tampa. Oh yeah. Thanks for listening to the Best of Five podcast. Tune in next week as we prepare to go to Tampa for the final four. And don't forget to watch the Sweet 16 on Thursday and the Elite Eight on Saturday. Please remember to like, subscribe, and follow the Best of Five podcast. Why is volleyball the best? Because it's the best of five.